0: G'day guys, just a quick intro before we start the episode, uh, just want to make sure people that are listening um, know that we have a Facebook group now, um, just look up Give Us a Spell podcast on Facebook, um, jump in the group, I'll approve you in there, and pretty much we're talking all things racing, putting in some tips, there's, there's some sporting bets in there for the basketball and stuff if you like that, and then obviously there's going to be a bit of chat come footy season, um, any footy bets people like, or footy tipping and all that sort of gear as well, but there's plenty of horses being tipped inside the group. eh? Uh, One of the boys in there actually tipped something at 70 to 1, which saluted. Didn't get on myself. Disappointing. Uh, But yeah, there's some good ones getting jumped in there. So there's a couple hundred of us in there at the moment. So jump in. I'll get you in there. Um, But yeah, enjoy the show. Here is our Week episode. (laughs) Um, All right. Welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Um, I've got Kohai at his local pub where he's uh, he's organised. There was just some pretty much RSL esque music happening. He just clicked his fingers and they turned it off for him, which is fucking showing his pull. I've also got um, Nico Hines joining us prior to the All Star Game, uh, aka Tom. Nice hair, you've um you've really outdone yourself there. It hasn't it's been growing a long time, hasn't it?
1: Mate, it it said feels like I haven't left the house in months. Uh, hair's growing just with COVID and everything, and yeah, I feel a bit cavemanish, but um I get out I get freedom tomorrow
2: so I'm pretty keen on that. Might have to go get a haircut.
0: What are you doing, Kai?
2: Down the local. Yeah, usual Thursday really. I mean, I've just gone to the the back back conference rooms or function room or whatever this is and decided to pull up stumps here and uh, do this. People could believe that I'm probably in
0: the sports bar just around the corner from you, right? So I've got a nice little background background going. But, um, boys, we'll, um, I wanted to ask you a quick opinion. We've had a little chat uh, about this, and this is the announcement that Racing South Wales pushing for about a week. There's a lot of teasers, there was all this stuff, and everyone sort of assumed there might be a race happening on Cup Day. Um, originally, I was a bit off it. I thought, fuck, you know, we're, we're pretty much, we're bullying them left, right, and centre. With the carnivals and stuff with Everest and everything, but the cup was their thing, but I've come to think, I don't really mind it that much. It's going to be after the race. It's for Sydney. It's a different kind of race. The only issue I kind of have with it. And Tom, you can probably know this and Coie is that the cup, the country cup winners all have a chance to go there and run for the big money, but does this now entice the big metro trainers to send their horses to just take out all the cups to run for the big coin. Tommy, thoughts?
1: Mate, I actually thought that tab you're at was just an extension to your house, but um, yeah, just no, uh, dead set. no. I mate, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I don't know, I don't know about the big dance. Um, for a name, uh, Sweet, thought maybe you could put a bit of, bit of a country twang or something onto it. But I like, I do like the concept. Um, for country people will go to these country cups. Um, so many of our participants are from the country, the country uh, mm-hmm. as Gary Harley calls it, and uh, I think it's good. I think I think it's good they get a cup final. We've seen in other um, other states and that have cup finals, and even we've had a country classic. I think it's been on Golden Gift Day or something like that. So yeah. and the noms for that have always been pretty good. So I. I really like the idea. Um, I don't think big trainers... Waller was quoted a couple of weeks ago saying that he, he doesn't like going to these towns and stealing their cups. And he's the one with more cup runners than any one of those long distance. So I don't think trainers will do it. I mean, we've seen Gay and a few others go to Musselbrook and Snowdens and, and all that go to a few few more towns than they normally go to. But I just think it's because we've got more racing, more horses. And I think if all the horses are there, it's, it's obviously money that's... Um, generated from the industry. So yeah, no, more for it.
0: Do you have any issues with it, Coey?
2: No, I don't have any issues with it. But I, I still think that I'm pretty certain that Wallace had a few runners in country cups of pasts. And mm. like recently as well, I don't think it's it, – it kind of goes under the radar. But I, I think all in all, like country trainers or city trainers, it doesn't matter. I think city trainers are always going to try and do what's best for their owners as well. So I don't think it actually changes anything in the grand scheme of things. It's just that it's going to be well more competitive. People yeah. are going to look for this in months ahead. They're going to be preparing their horse months ahead for something like this. And I think it is a really exciting concept. And I'm with Tommy. I'm not a big fan of the um, the namesake of mm. the race. But at the same time, I mean, I, in terms of country racing and well, collaborating country racing with city racing, I think it's a great concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too. I was a bit iffy on it, but the spring carnival is always going to have a nostalgia to Melbourne anyway. Maybe they need to step up and do some cooler things like we've been doing the last couple of years, but anyway, um, plenty of happening, especially. Uh, and that cup
1: day. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah. Also that cup day at Rimwick as well is, is a massive day. Uh, I've been with Koei a few times and it's one of the biggest days there without any decent breaking you know, on. You throw a country, country cups race there. I um, mean, I think it's, I think they've said like after the Everest and then maybe one other day, it's like at least top Gold five nagle. days of the year at Randwick with no decent you on. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I'm just talking Randwick. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it's a massive day there. So it, even to have a country cups race there on Randwick in front of a massive crowd, I think it's a big plus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. have to agree. Um, plenty of big horses or not big horses, but there's a lot of uh, horses starting, I guess their campaign across Randwick and Caulfield this weekend. Uh, Good ones down in Caulfield, but I would, I'm a bit more uh, intrigued by the ones coming up in uh, Ramwick. I'm going to kick off straight away with the first. Um, Tommy Berry, obviously aboard a favorite for a change. Um, we've seen the horse go around before. It's for the Snowdens. I think it's pronounced me- Metallicity or Metal. I can't even say it. It's $1.95. Metallicity. Is that how I say it? Metallicity? Yeah. Thank yeah. you, mate. Um, Tom is known to take out the first quite often, so it could be another one. Um, Miss Farber for Burg is there. Rise of the masses. That thing's been backed 15s into nines. That's Gay Waterhouse and Timmy Clark. Uh, Northern Beaches, may as well get on. J-Mac and Waller. Whenever you see J-Mac and Waller, I'm saying at $12, you ought to take notice. Sandpaper's there. It's been backed a little bit into 14s, and we go out even further. Um, Tom, is this favourite probably just too good for the opener? Plenty of good trials.
1: Mate, it feels like it. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago before it um we like a massive chance. Um yeah, they, they really like this horse and it's it's a short in the slipper and Snowden's, I think, have claimed as one of their best. So I think I think it's in with a massive chance there. You look around it, Northern Beaches for coolmore has gotta be there. A couple of um John Sargent's Miss Fabroger, Rising Masses, all right, and it it's sandpaper one start for a win as well. But I think you've got to be with this favourite.
2: Cole, you agree with the fave? It's one of those things. It's a couple of the uh, the really good trialers have failed of late, you know. So it, it, take it at your own risk is kind of how I see it. Um, $1.95 or whatever the short quote is right yep. now. It is a gamble. I know the Snowden speak highly of it, and they reckon it's pretty much a top three horse, a two-year-old horse in their stables right now. Uh, it's just unproven, obviously, because it hasn't had an official gallop. It's just trial form. You know, we've spoken about the likes of Great Barrier Reef and the, the likes who have failed and this and the other. Metallicity seems a far smarter type. That trial where it just creeped up on the inside right on the on the dual lux and you know took it out one one comfortably. I mean it was a nice watch. So I don't I wouldn't disparage anyone for taking a dollar ninety-five, but tread carefully is kind of how I'd see it. The highway, race number two, class three, we got
0: pretty Equal favorites, whatever. Highlights is 480. Lord DeSantimos at fives. We've got racketeering at fives and still in fashion a little bit further out at 650. Um, Then you got Zidane, smooth esprit, keen contributor, whatever. The only one that sort of had a bit of coin is the outright favorite at 480, which is highlights. That's that Cody Morgan runner, Tommy Sherry claiming a bit. Um, Tommy, thoughts on the highway? Bit of a long distance one, this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, a bit further out. Yeah, tough one. I, I know Cody's got a big opinion of this horse, and Sherry's been re- riding really well. Tommy Sherry for Cody as well, with Anathol and a few others. So, um, claiming one one and a half on it, I think it, between it and Lord de Sanamo, they're going to be the uh, two main chances. And Lord de Sanimo is just consistent, it'll it'll be top three at least. So, $1.90 in the place is probably the best bet. Lord de Sanimo here, and I could easily see it winning. I, uh, I'm not too sure where we're going to land with it if we get as much rain as we think. Uh, the only other one I really will talk about is Still in Fashion. Um, it's been it's a big jump up, but um, Paul Massaro's got some decent horses and in those Arrowfield colours as well. You know, it's going to run really well. And uh, Reese Jones, run really well at the moment, claiming the two as well, gets in nice, really lightweight. So um, the other three for me, I'll probably go Lord de on top from Still in Fashion and Highlights.
0: Cody, before I ask you, there's one sort I missed that had been backed, and that's smoother spree. That would open twenty six bucks. It's into nine dollars. That's the Clint London, Karen combo. Not sure if you know anything about it, but it's obviously it's come off two wins at Gunnar Dubbo, and into the highway.
2: But I know you're a bit of a Lord De Sanimo man. No, you're most certainly right, Tunis. Um I am definitely a Lord De Sanimo man, and I mean, I think. Just the fact that it's a proven galloper in towns probably the biggest upside about this horse. Terry Robinson, big fan of his. Uh, the only little query I have is Tommy Berry jumps off Lord de of Sanamo which I find intriguing, I guess. Um, what has he got himself into? Usually he's a big Terry Robinson advocate himself. So mm. the fact that he's done, jumped off, bit of a query, but saying that, that I think it came fifth last start, Lord Desanimo, and um, that was the, one of the track bias days where it was leaderish, fenceish.
0: Um, casino Kid, race three, Reese Jones um, for Bowen. That's three eighty in from four eighty. We got Atlantos, we got Fun Fact, we got Fortified, we got Greek Hero. Greek Hero was scratched yesterday um, from the farm. I know that Brad was going to make it a best bet, so it's scratched now. Running Roundwick and a few more at uh, bigger odds, but um, what do you reckon? It's a great hero. A little bit of coin. I guess Casino you know, Kid's the one that backs.
1: Tough race. Um, I was sort of going through it. And look, fun fact, I think, gets it its own way up front. I think um, Ellen Hennessy claiming three still makes it 61.5, but hasn't been back to this sort of grade for a while. So fun fact, maybe to get a win um, here, you could definitely see it. But yeah, it's got to carry that massive weight. But Casino Kid, on two really biased days at Rose Hill, it was the only one both days to really make up a bit of ground. And sure. I think Reese Jones, just on this horse, knows it so well. And the further they've been getting, the better it's been going. So claiming to again, I, I definitely can see Casino Kid stepping up and really going um, going pretty strong. I want to stay with Casino Kid. And I actually think it might win by margin with getting back to an equal track at um, Randwick. And fun fact could just set that tempo up nice and quick. Um, I, learned I was really good last week. Fortified, it's come from, I think, War of Canterbury being good. Greek Hero. Consistent. There's a few like even Brown Thomas and Made of All that are sort of going to be in and around. But I actually think Casino Kid wins this easy.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you. I like it. Um, Midways next thousand um, meters, we We've got Capital Rain at 240. We got Delexo, horse I like. J Mac and Kristen Buchanan. Uh, Mabel's there. Esteemed Ladies at 12s. We got invincible kiss, We got Cobia and Nick Point, etc. There. But there's two pretty much shorty short favourites there. Capital Rain for Portelli and Delexo for Kristen Buchanan. Are you in either of their camps? Are you with me on Delexo?
1: Yeah, Delexo is really good. First up form, Christian Buchanan flying at the moment. You can see this horse winning for sure. I think it's uh, very consistent in a field like this. Should be able to do pretty well. McDonald on for uh, Christian Buchanan as well is good. Uh, horse I really like as well is Mabel. I think of the $6 as well, if you want to have a spec at Mabel, it's uh, had two really good wins. It's... Um, never been in better form. Tracy Bartley just uh, flying at the moment as well. So I uh, can't can't knock you if you want to go Mabel as well. And Capital Rain should um, improve from that second first up as well. And uh, it's a deserved favourite. I think the winner comes out of those first three horses. So uh, maybe play Cornell as or trifectas and get a bit of a bit of a price there. But I definitely think those three are the toughest horses in the race play
0: standout trifecta if you want to stand out deluxe so get a bit of better one um the farewell mile this is a 1600 meters yeah yeah is going around again we got two dollars fifty, and we have uh wariri falls at 4.60 we got savory at 750 canasta on pace offshore Omaji. opacity opacity is one bit of a roughie that's had a bit of coin and then we go out to silent agenda uh Look, we've pushed Yee Yee a bit. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, you thought you are home on Yee Yee probably two weeks in a row. um, uh, Two starts, really sort of tough watch. But um, yeah, yeah, it's been consistent and it does what Yee Yee does. And I can't talk you out of it. Uh, Opacity is one, yeah, as you said, it's been a bit of money for. I know Brad Gray, a big fan. And I'm a big fan of it too. It's coming out of some... Some really good quality races and uh, just nothing scoring right for it last prep. by uh, John O'Chase still trying to find the best. And he you probably can't back it off its last two runs, but on a, on its day, it definitely can beat a field like this. So yeah. uh, opacity is a good roughie, and yeah, he's a pretty good favorite as well. So uh, one I will say is worrying for Tommy Berry knows the scores pretty well as well. Um, and then you've got a bunch of yawn horses in savory canasta has been consistent offshore and Omaji is sort of and around the money and trying to find the right Bjorn horse there is a bit difficult, but I might stick with the wall of Pair up top. All
0: right. Um, Southern Cross Stakes, race six, 1,200 metres. got Quantico at 390, a little bit of a drift. we got King of Sparta at 480. Lost and Running, I don't mind Lost and Running. I think it's pre- pretty good. First up, Overpass at sevens. We got Law of Indices, Standout, Embrace, R, Superium and Chat. This is a pretty good race. What do you think of Lost and Running?
1: So uh, I think Lost and Running is in, the, in a good spot, and I don't think it's had as... Much of a layoff as last uh, last time. John O'Shea said that he sort of got it wrong and just let him grow as a um, young horse into competing against with the older horses, and maybe just left him out too much. And we saw that his first run was absolutely garbage, and then the next couple of runs he sort of improved and improved, and by the end of the prep he was um, he was killing it into a race like the Hunter. So I think um, I think if the rain comes as well, we'll suit him a lot more. The, if the rain does come though we might not see Quantico we might not see King of spider uh, we might not see standout no laws of the indices as um, nominated for trials on Monday as well um, there's a talk a couple of them, these horses are not for Melbourne as well so um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be spending any money until race day and then um, making a decision there but definitely the top two in the market as well the China Horse club pair are very very strong horses Um Quantico, we see what um, it got to at the end of last prep and same with King of Sparta. But one, one at odds, I think, is Chat. Like, um, it, it beat a few of these first up and second up last time. And I think $31 at the moment's a bit over the odds. And even something like Ashman, if there's any leaders bias, this horse only knows one way and that's just to keep going. But... Again, let's just wait to raise data we have
0: about. Um, mate, we're on to tab light fingers. So Espiona is a really short one. We opened it at dollar eighty all in market on Tuesday. It's already into dollar fifty. J Mac and Waller fangirl. I'm pretty surprised that they sort of gone with both of them, but we'll see. Jamea is a bit of a roughy one that's been backed already into eight fifty. Then we got four moves ahead at eighteen. Startante, Zuzarella, and whatever. They're all sort of the bigger odds there. Tommy Espiona, easy win. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you can't say it really yet. I mean, it's it went from a maiden to a massive win down in Melbourne, and no, none of the horses it really competed against have had another start since. So you, you're basically just going off the clock. But I think Waller's getting a bit nervous about how what lights this horse could go to. Like, um, no, the potential's there, but taking a dollar fifty against a decent field, where we've seen some of these girls like Fangirl win some Group. Uh, Jamea's one. Some really good races, four moves ahead was favorite for the slipper most of last year. It's real tough. Yeah, it's real tough. I I'd probably just want to sit back and wait. But if if you can yeah, I, I probably can't take the dollar fifty. I'd probably rather go with eighteen dollars for four moves ahead uh with Nash aboard. Just, I just I'd rather see something like it and be on a eighteen dollar shot than espiona.
2: As for owner, a proper boom horse proper boom horse i mean in that desirable stakes it absolutely brained them not much has come out of that race and i mean would i back the dollar 50 probably not i'd rather take the odds for this weekend but if it does i mean not so much if it does i would probably back espiona for the futures this weekend before, mm, before it runs mm. so take it in any market that's got an all-in or a prenoms. back it in if whether it's 10 bucks whether it's 100 bucks um because if it brains them this weekend, that price will halve, I yep. reckon. Um the 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 amount of hype that this horse has got. I mean, they're touting at the next winks, the black caviar, the Maccabi Diva. That is some proper wraps. And that's why Waller is getting nervous. Cause you don't want that kind of, I guess, you know, hype around your horse. I mean, that's a lot of pressure to have, whether it's the jockey, whether it's the trainer, whether it's the owner. Like you don't want that full stop. So the way it did in that trial against nature strip and i think wild ruler it was it was unreal it was a class act and the fact that it was little or no work up the rails side by side with nature strip i mean that just shows quality in my eyes i mean it's one of the quickest horses we got in the nation if not the quickest nature strip winning the everest and everything else so yeah for the next couple couple of months during the autumn i mean back every future for now whether it's five bucks ten bucks like i said but Maybe just leave the dollar fifty
0: alone. I think so. Yeah, $1.50. It's pretty short. It'll probably go out in Bremen, But like you said, you could even see it maybe running in an Everest. Who knows? All right. Obviously, the big race of the day, the Apollo Stakes. Think It Over is now favorite. It wasn't favorite when we first went up. Very Elegant opened to $3.50 actually the other day. But Think It Over is now $4.20. Very Elegant is at fives. Colette's the horse. has been backed. Uh, Timmy Clark's aboard. Maybe a bit of a... Bit of a soft track will come uh, Saturday. Riadini, my horse, uh, eight dollars and two seventy. The place could be there in the finish. Maximal, I am Superman. Ice Bath, they're all there as well.
2: Looking at this, where do I look? Where the hell do I look? And I mean, they're all classy enough that they could potentially sit anywhere they want, providing the uh, the actual track condition suit and win from wherever. Like, come the last two hundred meters, I wouldn't know where to look. Mm. is kind of how i say it? 1400 meters i mean a lot of them are going to try and go a lot further in their prep down the track anyway most of them are kind of milers and beyond so it's going to be really interesting and yeah well as tommy said Colding's probably genuinely the most fourteen to 1600 meter horse that is in the field so definitely overs but i think genuinely i mean it is race eight at randwick you could probably hold your money and see where the money is going and how the weather's playing and how the track's playing and i don't see you will see drastic firms until kind of probably an hour or two before race time to be honest so i wouldn't be rushing in to put a bet right now yeah. it's such a level pegged field and you got things like i am superman who's a dry like dry track specialist and you got something like colette which is the polar opposite you know loves the downpour so depending on how tomorrow looks i mean if tomorrow absolutely pisses down and buckets down and it, you know the track gets a heavy eight come saturday i mean yeah back colette but if it stays relatively dry you might look for something like a colding or a i am superman so i, I would keep your money close to your chest up until kind of on the day
0: yeah i have to agree um triske stakes uh gonna be interesting winning from anywhere is it's me it's me we haven't seen uh since 2020, Kosciuszko, where it was outstanding, amazing win. Um, Snapdancer, though, that was six dollars. It's already 360. So that's been back. It's a good horse. Obviously, J Mac is aboard for Kieran Ma. Uh, it's coming up a win up the Goldie. Then we got it's me at 440, a little bit of a drift. Um, promise of success, 53 kilos could be a go, but then we go out to for two, Smear Revision, wonderbar Bar, etc. Um, I love it's me. I might just stick with. What you reckon, Tom?
1: Yeah, it's a big query though. Um, I did try to get to last year's Kosciuszko, try and go back to back, and then they just had to call it early and um, coming through a few problems. So I probably just want to see it run and see see how it does. Um, and you got to say this field's probably uh, similar to a Kosciuszko, but maybe even a bit better. Um, we saw what Snap did did the Gold Coast. Still gets a nice uh, lightweight with McDonald. I'm going to be with Snap Dancer. If you've got $6, great. I, I still think 360 is a decent price. Um, and the other one is promise of success. Um, uh, this horse has been really, really um, good in uh, every time we've seen it. So, uh, yeah, you got to think that those two are going to be tough. And if It's Me comes back with any of the form it left with, then you got to think it's
2: got to be there as well. What do you have on top, King? Interesting race. First and foremost, though, it's the Triskay. It's the Tommy White uh, stable. You know, yeah. one of the great, great horses great mare, did the world of racing a great deal um but nonetheless uh going on to this race it's a a tough little one because i mean snap dancer was really good up at gold coast in the magic millions really really was and i mean it wasn't a it wasn't a weak field everyone wants that big big paycheck and a lot of them travel from sydney and everywhere else to try and claim it and the fact that kieran Marin used this um got it with snap dancer all credits to them. And, you know, it's been touted as a good thing from the get go, but I, I am with the kind of the O'Shea camp. I think just the lower end weights, uh, I think it has a lot of scope, this horse. I think they're in for a big preparation. Uh, John O'Shea himself has a really good book of horses that are running on the, on Saturday and, you know, promises success, Quantico, uh, lost and running i mean Mm. you can they're just a couple of them i mean and they're all you know potential group one horses well lost and running is definitely a group one horse but they're all got a lot of upside and i just see that you know the rock bottom whites i I see it doing well i'm only taking a gamble on it it's it's priced a little bit better than snapdancer i think the six bucks i would have been tipping snapdancer all day yeah it's just that the the, uh, the late firms kind of Steed me a clear from it for the tick. I mean, it might come in a little, i oh, sorry, might come out a little bit come race day, but it won't be much. I think the money in everyone's mind's already set as it is, but I'm happy to take a gamble on promise of success. So
0: you guys have both given promise of success a ride. I gave. I asked Nick really quick. I go, surely it's me wins. He goes. I go, it has to be between Snapdance and it. it's me. He goes. I love promise of success. I'm like, fuck, makes me sound like an idiot. Now you both have given it a wrap too. Um, it had
2: a t- it had a tendon. It it's coming back from a tendon injury, and yeah. you know you never know how it goes. And Brett Kavanaugh himself at track work the other day said that. If it is on the worst side of soft, he'll he'll probably most likely scratch this thing, especially being later in the day, race nine, he doesn't want to risk another injury with such a talented horse. So he, he wants a firmer, a firmer deck come the day. And if he's not satisfied, he's not going to take a gamble with a horse that's coming first back with a tendon injury. And I yeah. think I, I can totally understand.
0: And we're expecting a fair bit of rain too. So... Keep your eyes peeled there. Um, last of the day, She's All Class, $4.60. Five bucks today, a little bit. J Mac and Waller to finish off the day. We got Legay, Soleil, six bucks. Um, was, got out to seven back in the six. We got Bound to Win for Tommy at six dollars. We got Invinciano, uh, Joe Pride. We got True Detective. We got Bring the Ransom, Poetic Charmer. Pretty good race, Tommy, to finish the day. What are your thoughts?
1: Mate, I, I was on the She's All Class train um, as a two year old, pretty. Pretty hard, and she let me down on more than one occasion. So I, I can't have her here. I just want to see something from her before I, I start going into her. I, I'd much rather be on a horse. Um, like I'm a big fan of horses like able to Win, like Aislae and Vinciano. But uh, one of my little, uh, special have to be True Detective. I think. Um, with all these Waller bookings, a lot of Waller runners in this. You've seen McDonald's on. She's all class. Reese Jones, who won on uh, True Detective, claims the two. Um, he won on him first up and he gets the right back, I think. I think that's got to be a big positive, taking two off and the inside gate's got to be good. And then you look at something like New Arrangement at a big price where where he's booked Nash in um, the Star Thoroughbred Colours and you've got to think that that has got to be a bit of a push as well, but it, it might just need to run first up. And then uh, I think Collett's on Paper Warrior for him, so it's it's really intriguing to see where he's gone with them. But I I like Reese Jones back on True Detective, being positive from that inside gate and uh, continuing um, a good thing. Right, you, Coe, even Mattaotakbay has had a had a little bit of coin, twenty six and a sixteen.
2: Oh, I mean, I think I think Atakbe is overs, and it. I mean, I don't have the computer in front of me, but I think it handles all conditions, so I wouldn't be against it. And you know, like something. It, this happens nice. often with the wall, Wallace Stable, um, where the, the long shot within the, the six noms from or acceptances from the Wallace Stable seem to get up and mm-hmm. get the upper hand somehow. Um, but saying that I'm kind of, it, it's, there's two ways to look at this race. And I mean, for Quadi hunters, I mean, this is a really, really tough race because i mean trying to single it out to two or three in the leg is going to be really difficult. But saying that, I mean, Two sides of the coin is, do you want something that's already had a couple of runs in this prep or do you want to take a gamble on something that's going to be running fresh off a couple of good barrier trials? Let's start with a barrier trial. So you look at something like Legasa If You've seen that trial of late, the most recent one anyway. It was enormous. Came from dead last from around the turn and then just, just round them up like they were nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it was impressive. The time wasn't horrible, uh, did it easily on its own terms. H- holds a decent price, I think, so it's worth a shout. It hasn't run since April last year, so I mean, that's the only query I have. Bound to win, though, I really, really like. The trial was nice. It was just sitting out three wide, just just doing, a, doing its own thing and just picks up with a little shake of the raise and it responds really well. For the, the ones that I've had have had a run this preparation, yeah, like Tommy said, I, I am willing to have another go at True Detective. Last time I had the run of the race, but just wasn't strong enough. And I think that was just the lack of, lack of fitness. Coming into this, I think second up or third up, I'm not exactly sure. I'm willing to roll the dice on that. I think just the fact that it'll probably get the similar run again. It'll, it's got a low enough draw, if I remember. And it, if it just sits off speed, we'll have to find out on the day if it's going to be a hot rail or not a hot rail, or if it's going to be running True. I think it has merit and it is over the price. I'm not over the price, but I think it's priced very fairly for the, the, it is a proven horse in my eyes. I think it's just uh, last start was too bad to be true. I think to my eyes, I think it was just, everything just went straight over, over the top of it, ran wide, just couldn't find any luck. I'm willing to take another chance. So yeah, a bit of true detective, but keep an eye for the trialers. True Detective, good odds in
0: the last. All right, that's 10 of the best. Right, um right, multi-time. Shout up to Coey, who la- nailed his multi last week. Um, you got 30 to one or so. You can tell me deductions in a sec if you copped any. Um, my multi, I'm going uh, majority at Ramwick, but we're going Northern Beaches, just for the sake of it in the first. J-Mac aboard. Uh, for the place, you're getting 290. Delexo will win race four. Think it over. I assume we'll place. That's eighty five in race eight. Then we're going to Caulfield. In the boat, I think Salutes in the first. I think it's a pretty good horse. It's had come off some pretty good wins. And Sinawan... It was just enormous behind Mirabi last week. I know it ran Mooney Valley and it went really wide, but it was flying home late. And I think it is a great place price. It is favourite in the race for the CF4. Um, you still got Behemoth, I'm Thunderstruck, all those sort of horses in there. But I think that'll place as well. You're getting sixty to one.
1: I'm going some early races at Week. so um, uh, we'll go Medalist to win the first. We'll Casino to third. Uh, I really think it was, um, that step up to the uh, further distance will help it. And then Fangirl to place behind Espione, you know, you're getting $2 there. And I, I even think you could almost go four moves ahead to place at three forty. but we'll go Fangirl to place at 2 bucks, And then a couple of legs in Melbourne. I think I'm thunderstruck at the place price, $2.30. I know a bit of concern about whether it's going to be right to go first up, but I, I still think not on his day, he still can place against uh, that field. He's, it was so good last prep, and then um, probably be able to win the last. Uh, we know what a talent it is, and I think I think it gets, tends to go pretty well at Caulfield. Um, I'm a big fan of Probabil, and
2: I think against that field, should do pretty well. You're getting about sixty-six to one.
0: Beautiful, Coey?
2: Let's ride the uh, the win train like last week. Same formula, three wins, three states as well. Actually, this time around, so we'll go. On. Let's start with the north. What? Straight up, Mr. Worldwide. And uh, we'll head to Brizzy It Doombin. I don't know what race number it is, but Profit is the top weight with a claimer on. It'll be four bucks, the win there. Have me some of that. We'll roll that into, uh, let's go south into Sydney. Sydney, I like Promises Success. It's five bucks. Roll the dice. Yeah. We're getting a price already. That's 20 to one, boys. And then uh, we head to Melbourne. And I like the fact that Walla has dodged Sydney, potentially, if it doesn't scratch out of Caulfield, I think it's a good chance that Coast Watch is going to be a great watch. Uh, like four that. bucks, four bucks a win, right there. It is 80 bucks all up. Let's jump in. Beautiful. All right, 60 to 1, 64
0: to 1, 80 to 1. It's pretty unusual that my multi at 60 to 1 is the least paying multi out of the three, but whatever. Fingers crossed. What deductions
2: did you pop last week, Cody? 30 to 1 went to what 20s uh 24 about that's 20 right. low 24s yeah 24s right. i think it was love that 24s is huge
0: all right tom enjoy the races on saturday Here you going hope that's um pretty good um fingers crossed for a fucking big w eh? a yes. nice yeah. I, yeah well 60 to 1 multi would be very nice all right coey enjoy the pub thomas enjoy the all-stars match as well good luck in that <laughs> there boys
1: thanks mate